to the newly launched Friday Spotlight, a new series of X-Forces Enterprise podcasts. I'm Ren Kapoor, Founder and Chief Executive at X-Forces Enterprise, and as a reservist for the British Army, my favourite military motto is, leave no one behind. And I think this sums up perfectly our aims and objectives of the podcast, where our community is supporting the community. Since 2013, X-Forces Enterprise has been helping members of the military community to start their business journey through training, mentoring, funding, and ongoing support and connections. This new series shines a light on our X-Forces ambassador network and business champions. These amazing individuals from all over the UK have been hand-selected to support others with their unique backgrounds, business experience combined with their military skills has stood them in good stead in the business world. Here, they generously share their expertise and experiences with the community. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the latest podcast with our newly appointed ambassador, Hannah Saunders another force of nature and owner of Toddle. Hear her sharing her story with Dan about coping with adversity, resilience, and how having a supportive network is vital to breaking through glass ceilings. Hannah will be hosting some of the X-Force's military and business networking events. And we know after you've heard her podcast, her enthusiasm is so infectious, you'll want to join. Some real great tips, guidance, and pearls of wisdom. We hope you enjoy this new episode. Welcome to the XFE podcast. Today we have a special guest, Hannah Saunders, founder and director of Toddle, as well as being a newly appointed X-Forces Enterprise Ambassador for the South Wales region and business captain on the XFE Hub, a free platform designed to support the military and business community with articles, knowledge exchange, and enterprise training events. So welcome, Hannah. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks very much for having me. <laughs> no worries. Um, it would be great to get some background on your company, Toddle, and also your journeys that got you to where you are today. So how did Toddle start and what was your inspiration? Yeah, so I was in the RAF for nine years. I always considered myself um, quite an adventurous person. I like to get out in the outdoors. I'm very sporty, love to travel. And then I had children and I found that uh, my eldest son in particular, especially sort of up in places like the Highlands, would get really um, windburnt cheeks and he'd get chapped lips to the point they'd bleed. And then I found there weren't the things on the market to that were sensitive enough. He's got very sensitive pale skin to protect him. Um, and I started researching more about skincare and I started making a lip balm in my kitchen, really small scale stuff. Other people started asking about it. Um, you know, when I'd use it on him, where did you get it? Uh, and so I, yes, yeah, thought there could be something in this. Uh, so I very slowly started with that one product at first, the lip balm. Then I found other issues with other skincare. So like I said, the wind burn, there was nothing really to protect him. Sun cream didn't work. So I started then making a sun and wind balm, which is SPF 64. And then I also found that I kept losing my hand gel. So I made um, like a corner clasp that go around the hand gel, the toggle toggle as it now is. 
Um, and we also use that on the lip balm so that doesn't get lost. So it's sort of neatly made a range to fit in with my lifestyle, really. Uh, but yeah, sort of quickly realized when people started talking about it, um, did some market research, did some focus groups that this could be a company. So then I left the RAF two years ago to set up Toddle. And the first thing we did is when we went after investment because the order quantities for skincare in the UK are huge and we needed the capital behind us. So we got um, private equity investment, £200,000 to really kickstart the company. And, and that's how it all started. Oh, nice. Really interesting. What are some things along the way that you're you're proud of or have achieved with, with Toddle so far? I know it's still two years young, but um, yeah, any sort of achievements? Um, I think... There's some really, ra- that it, by no means like the most successful things um, because we've won a few awards and stuff like that. But one of the biggest achievements for me personally, I had a Dragon's Den audition when I was 38 weeks pregnant and it was my first ever pitch to anybody. And it was, oh, wow. yeah, um, so it's quite intimidating. I had to get a doctor's note so I could go in case I went into labour. The, um, like the BBC risk assessment thing was quite thorough. Um, <laughs> I had two minutes. I had to obviously learn my pitch, but I had to do it to camera, which is a really different prospect. And no notes at all, no PowerPoint, and then you get grilled. So the bit they show you on TV is quite quick, um, but it's a, a quite a thorough hour of due diligence, profit margins per per unit, per like per SKU, per retail mm. separate thing. Um, and I, I did really well, and, and I, I won't go into the ins and outs of it, but basically I was too early in my journey. They wanted me to come back, and um, I won't, yeah, I've signed things. I can't go into it. Um, Confidential. <laughs> yeah, but um, that for me was one of the things I'm most proud of because I was, I was very nervous and intimidated, and, I, and who was I? I just had these skincare ideas. Mm. Um, you know, and, and to go and, and to move from the REF to a commercial world where you're talking about capital and revenue and all of these words I'd never used. Um, so that that was the thing I'm most proud of. That I managed to go in there, held my own and, and perform quite well. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think we've watched actually so much Dragon's Den in lockdown. So, yeah, it's interesting to hear that you've been, yeah, you've started on that on that process and what that's like. You mentioned um, your background in the RF. Um, as a former RAF officer, could you sort of talk about um, how being a veteran and being a part of the military community has influenced or shaped your experiences in starting a business or your professional journey as a whole? Yeah, I think being part of the military community and whether that's RAF, Army or Navy, you're, you're sort of, for nine years, I, I was surrounded by people with the same mindset where you just have to get the job done. And I think that starting a business, any business, um, you you need a huge amount of resilience, even if it's the easiest business in the world and you're very lucky and everything goes very well, you will come across barriers, there'll be things that get in your way, you will have failures. The, me sat here now with a successful business is just a sum of many, many failures I've overcome. And any one of those I could have said, you know what, we've got no money, this is too much, this product's not working. There's, we've had some big failures, but I attribute mm the fact I'm here now to the fact that I spent nine years in the RAF often without enough budget, often without enough people with some quite complex tasks to do sometimes. And we just got on and did it. 
And I think that mm. there's no such thing as a business that fails because you can always pivot. You can always change your branding, change your name, change your products. There's always things you can do. I, I just, I don't believe that any business can out and out fail. I just think you need to change. And I think that adaptability from the, the military stands anyone who wants to start a business in really good stead if they're a veteran. Yeah, definitely. I think we see that a lot with the um, entrepreneurs that come through X forces that that mindset from being in the military is just yeah so powerful and um yeah so and we actually ran a case study on you and Toddle a couple of years ago um and in it you discussed the support you received from X forces throughout your business journey um at around what point in your business journey did you connect with X forces um and what kind of support did you receive and how has it helped so I, um, yeah, I had only basically uh, written down my idea very roughly on paper. That's how early I contacted my courses. So I'd, I'd just PBR'd, I'd just put in my notice to leave the RAF. I think I'd been to one resettlement brief and I was still thinking, should I go into employment? Should I start a business? And I went to the career, the career transition partnership, um, like initial resettlement brief and there they try and split you up a bit between people who want to go into employment and people who want to start their own business. So from then I was introduced to X forces and I did the self-employment awareness day at RF North Hall one day. And it was from there. I thought, yes, this is for me. I think I have the mindset. I think I've got a viable business. It, it got me thinking about profit margins. It got me thinking about branding and marketing, whether there was a market for it. And um, I, I'd done some initial market research, but it was quite, it was nothing formal. Um, so yeah, I, X-Forces start, I, I would say with there right at the very, very beginning. So then um, I was given loads of advice with my business plan. I don't know how many times I sent my business plan back to X-Forces for amendment. I think it was about six times. Um, it's a bit of a work of fiction now looking back, but you need one and it did help. Uh, and then, yeah, you guys helped me get my loan as well. My startup loan of 15 grand, which without that, I wouldn't be here now because you you do need money to start a business awesome and now you're fully part of the x-forces team as a, an x-forces ambassador so that's really cool one of the main roles of an x-forces ambassador is to host networking events um, for the military and business community um, where entrepreneurs with a military background can come together and connect and support each other um, we talked a little bit about this before we start recording but um, how important is networking and a supportive community, in your opinion, to, to growing a successful business? I absolutely, and I, I don't mean this, um, it sounds a bit trite and a bit cliched. I absolutely would not be sat here now if it hadn't been for networking and it hadn't been for support. I don't have an MBA. I've never run a business before. I, on paper, um, I'm really not qualified to do this. The only reason I'm sat here now is because I've asked for advice and I've had support and people have been very generous with their time and advice. Um, some standouts for me would be that um, I met somebody through X-Forces Networking who had run a very successful Amazon business um, and they, they gave me all their knowledge and advice because Amazon is its own beast and I think this month will probably turn over about probably about eight grand on Amazon alone. Um, and we've, we've not been on it that long, but I've just followed their advice. I think we mm. launched on Amazon about three months ago. And another, um, another great thing about networking is then is meeting 
other service industry people. So I found my web developer networking event. I found my Google Analytics guy through networking. Awesome. You know, these quite niche things that I need in my company, I've met through networking. It's crucial. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great when you're hosting your own soon. Um, so finally, I just wanted to bring it to um, the present day um, as we find ourselves in this unprecedented pandemic situation. Um, how has that been for, for you and your business? Um, have you had to adapt at all? Yeah, so um, if you were to read my business plan, The Work of Fiction, it says that we're 80% uh, business to business, so 80% we sell to retail wholesale, which is not the way the business looks today. Um, with bricks and mortar retail shutting, I mean, we launched officially uh, like February time, just before the global pandemic, and we obviously, our orders fell off a cliff. So we quickly pivoted. We, we obviously had an e-commerce presence anyway, because that was 20% of our business. It's now 95% of our business. So yeah, I very wow. quickly, yeah, I very quickly tried to teach myself. And I, I had um, a very knowledgeable person teach me about Google Analytics. Um, I had people optimizing the website. I've got people optimizing my Amazon. Um, I've got uh, I've, I've got a new uh, Facebook ads guy because we were trying to do it ourselves and it's it's a bit of a beast and he's amazing. So yeah, I very quickly, as I would have done in the military if I didn't know, found people that did know and, and reached out and got help. And so yeah, um, we've pivoted now to be mainly e-commerce and it's it's really paying dividends now. Although we went like February and March were quite tricky um, as we did all of that, because I won't bore you with it all, but the company really was set up to sell to business and, and mm. have a cash managers and, and all that entails. Um, so yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're still able to reach our customers, which is great. And the e-commerce is growing and growing and growing. So it, looking back, it might've been a good thing for our business in the end, although it was a painful couple of months. Mm. And as we sort of very slowly start to come out the other side, um, what takeaways or lessons have you learned from it all, if any? I, I think that my total reliance on qualified, very um, able people, I can't do it all myself. And I think I was trying to do too much myself. And especially when we started doing more of the e-commerce, an area which really does require specialists. I, you can't be a, a sort of gifted generalist and do well at e-commerce. You just you need people who understand web development properly. What do I know about coding? So <laughs> I've had to really let go of quite a lot of tasks that I was doing and give them over to specialists. So I think that's one of the main takeaways for me is you've got to rely and trust people um, to do these things for you. So that'd be my biggest takeaway. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I think that's some some really good tips there and. Uh, insight which hopefully some people will find useful um yeah it's been fantastic having you on the podcast thank you so much for talking to me today um it's really good to have you part of the xfe ambassador team we're really excited for your first networking event in september um just before we go where can people find you if they want to find out more about toddle yeah so um if you put toddle t-o-d-d-l-e into your search engine um, we've been doing some work with SEO and with Google. We should be the first thing that comes up. Um, <laughs> also, uh, nice. we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn. Uh, you, you can check us out anywhere there. I mean, there you'll be able to find my details if anyone ever wants to ask any questions or needs advice, especially about investment, because that can be a lonely 
intimidating road and I've made all the mistakes you can make. So yeah, if anyone needs to any advice at all, just reach out. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Hannah, and thanks to everyone listening. Thanks very much. Forces Ambassador Network and business champions are absolutely fundamental to the armed forces community, imparting their knowledge to those looking into self-employment through our networking events and through our knowledge exchange hub. The hub is free to register and gives you access to a database of articles, the opportunity to match up with other entrepreneurs, plus access to all our free training and networking events. Sign up today at xfehub.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can find us on all the usual social media channels as well as at x-forces.com. Wishing you all the very best until the next episode.